Carl Jung said, Awaken and shine your light for others to follow. The privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. This is an invitation to move differently in the world, to operate from a place of deep knowing and alignment. I'm Adrienne McDonald, and welcome to the Source Code Podcast. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back, or welcome if it is your first time. Grab your coffee, or your favorite tea, or even a hot toddy, and let's get into what the muse has for us today. Tis the season. Tis the season to be jolly. And also, tis the season for performance reviews. Now, I'm still connected to a lot of folks in corporate and I have been seeing some posts around the performance review drama. I do not know why a lot of companies decide to do their performance reviews during the holiday season and the year end, but a lot do. And that got me thinking about a few things from back in the day. Sometimes I look back at stuff now, and I just laugh. But when I was in it, when I was in it, it was really, really awful. And one of the things that I remember getting so worked up about was performance reviews. Now, like most organizations, um, we have the, you know, doesn't meet expectations, meet expectations, exceeds expectations, and then outstanding. And my people pleaser self was always going for that exceeds expectations and the ever elusive outstanding. And you can have an overall rating, and then there would be these subcategories. And anytime, anytime I got a meets expectations in a subcategory, even though I could have like an overall exceeds or outstandings, I would beat myself up on that one subcategory for months and do my little documentation of see how I see how I'm doing better in this one category. And I would go bring it to my boss, and my boss would be like, uh, I'm not even sure he would remember that that was a subcategory that he had put a meets in. And I think for the last five years or so I was in corporate, I was also bucking for a promotion. And I was absolutely convinced if I did more, if I did more, if I glued my hand to my BlackBerry, and I I realize I'm dating myself there. I know last couple of years in in corporate, it was, I think, an iPhone, not a BlackBerry, but... I even remember uh, paying 50 cents a minute to check my work email on a cruise one time. I was that bad. If I made myself available 7 by 24, 365 days a year, including checking email and texts while on vacation, that somehow, somehow I would be worthy of some words like exceeds expectation and outstanding on some pieces of paper. And that, in turn, would make me a worthy human. Because my work was how I identified as a worthy human. That would mean something like I had arrived or I was successful. That was all because I worshipped at the altar of productivity. In fact, I remember one of the first value exercises I ever did with a coach. Productivity, I think, was my top value. And I remember being challenged by that, I think, or at least the definition of it. And... I was like, why wouldn't this be everyone's top value? And I would also bargain with myself. 
if and when I got that promotion, I would allow myself to buy two particular things that were on my list that I wanted. Two items I deemed as luxury items. And two status items is what I think was really in my head. And the interesting part was, I could have gone out and bought these things at any point. But I had this whole sick carrot and uh, stick mentality going on. Like the, the true victim mentality. Now, let me tell you a little thing about Fortune 100 companies. This is, this is not really a little secret, but some people don't seem to know this. Unless your boss is pretty high up in the organization, they may have precious little influence over your promotion or your raise. I mean, I was a people leader. There aren't enough words to describe the hoops I would have to jump through to get my people promoted. And most of the time I would fail the first round and I'd have to try again later. And all in all of that, in all of that, here's the first lesson. Your inherent worth as a human has absolutely nothing to do with the title you have, the money you have, the things you have, or how other people evaluate you. And in fact, in the performance review process, sometimes that's probably not even accurate. Worth isn't given. It's claimed. Your existence here on Earth, that's what deems you worth worthy. Everyone is worthy. No one is better than anyone else. We might have different knowledge than each other. We might have different skill sets. We might have different way of looking at things. But... Your inherent worth is the fact that you exist. Now, the second lesson is work-life balance is bullshit. I've said that on this podcast before. All of it is life. All of it is life. And how much of your life do you want to see and be miserable? If you are someone that works in a corporate setting, think about the amount of time you spend with those people because it is a lot. It's probably more time than you spend with your friends and family. So why stay somewhere you're super unhappy at? And how much rationalization are you doing trying to stay there? I know I did a lot. And why did I do this? Why did I stay so long while not being happy? It was that situation, and at times I was burnt out and miserable. And I believe it's, some of it was that it's too good to leave and too bad to stay type of situation. I think a lot of people, a lot of people are in that situation because they don't, they don't know themselves well enough that they can make a different decision. So they stay stuck. And they will rationalize it by saying, oh, it's the golden handcuffs. And the other more, I think, subversive reason is most people don't realize that you bring your unresolved issues into, whether that be big trauma or little trauma, into the workplace because we bring our unresolved issues um, in all of our relationships. If you were a people pleaser, if you have issues with rejection, if you love to be the rescuer, any of your childhood roles that you've not addressed, they all show up in the all of the relationships in our life. And yes, that includes work. 
you know, just turn that off. Now, in my own case, and despite having a lot of therapy, which I appreciate my, it gave me lots of great coping skills so I could continue to go to work, it, I still wasn't clear who I was at the time. And if you're a people leader, it also affects the way you manage. And this is how we get toxic environments, toxic work environments, people with unresolved shit. And we try to address it by leadership training, but leadership training is not about helping you resolve your unresolved issues, right? And then we wonder why it's not effective. Now, again, if we don't address this in larger corporations, you're, you will see that it develops into a toxic work environment, right? However, if you're an entrepreneur, this can blow up your business. Your unresolved stuff will blow up a business. I've seen this time and time again. You want to know what your unresolved stuff is? Start a business because it always comes up. So if you are one of those people that gets keyed up in around the performance review season, even if you didn't go to the extremes that I did, why don't you give some thoughts, some questions, because, well, it is year-end, and you know how I love a good reflection and contemplation time, especially when so many people are contemplating what they want to leave in 2023, okay? You gotta ask yourself, am I genuinely happy and fulfilled in all the areas of my life, in the relationships you're in, in the work that you're doing. You know, get, consider what, what, what's bringing you joy. What's bringing you a sense of purpose? What's bringing you personal satisfaction? And if you're consistently agitated and unfulfilled and discontent or burnt out, that is a huge signal for you to explore changes in various aspects of your life. It's an opportunity to look at something differently. Do my values align with the way I'm living my life? Like, are you living your values? Do you even know what your values are? Because that's, if you, if you aren't clear about those, then it's going to be a lot harder to make decisions because it, you're, what you want to do is a lot, you know, evaluate the alignment, right? And if there are significant disparities, and if you are burnt out and stressed out at work, I can tell you you're not. Like that's, a, that's a, another like huge red flag trying to get your attention because there's a lot of, in, when that happens, there's a lot of internal conflict right or a sense of being disconnected and you don't know why those are signs that adjustments or changes are needed now third one is there mutual respect and support in my relationships and I mean all of them I'm talking about work like do you feel like you're in a supportive environment you got to assess the quality you got to assess the quality of the relationships. You got to assess the quality of the um, the values and the direction of the environments. 
healthy connections are built on mutual respect and trust, not this rescuer crap, not this drama triangle crap that so many are stuck in. If there's a lack of respect, if there's unhealthy dynamics, if there's unsupportive relationships, another red flag about considering change because it is impacting your overall well-being. All right, next one. Are there, this is one I love because it's a lot of what I do. Are there reoccurring patterns of dissatisfaction or unresolved issues in various areas of your life? This is where you got to get real with yourself and start looking at, okay, where's the pattern behavior? Where are the persistent patterns of dissatisfaction or stress or that problem that keeps coming up over and over and over again? And this could be, this could be at the office, right? This could also be in personal relationships. If these things keep reoccurring and the efforts to address them have been unsuccessful, that means it needs an overhaul. There needs to be a radical change. All right, number five. Can I envision a realistic and positive future for myself in my current life circumstances? Is the situation going to get better if you don't, or if you're in a situation where you're not, not happy now? Is it going to, do you see the possibility that it can become more meaningful, right? Are you going to be supported in growth? Are you going to get a sense of fulfillment? If the outlook seems mm, limited or if you really struggle to see how things can change, again, another opportunity to explore, another opportunity to explore what change would look like for you. And one of the things is you're going through these questions. When you hear yourself say, should, well, I should do X, challenge it because that's resistance. And that could be coming out of obligation. You got to go deeper in the layers past the shoulds and the obligations to get to some of the real gold nuggets. Okay. Now, a couple of things before I close out. Trustfall, my signature program, is open for applications. We're starting in the spring. Trustfall is the container where I have a small group of people come together in a two-day immersive retreat. And then there's private one-on-one support over a six-month period. And yes, it used to be four months. However, I've extended the private support around this because I just felt it needed a bit of extension. So if you're interested in that, for their details, you can send an email to inquire at adriamcdonald.com, and that link will be in the show notes. Also, I have created a free gift called Hearth for You to create space in this, in this wintering season that's coming. So you can learn how to honor that in between. And when you sign up for that, you'll receive reflective questions to contemplate, a meditation, and my favorite year-end ritual to guide and nourish you in wintering. Now, I will put that 
link also in the show notes. Hearth is delivered to your inbox on the winter solstice, okay? So it's not like going to be an immediate thing. So just know, in the meantime, enjoy, of course, the magic of this season. Next week, tune in because I'm doing my year-end wrap-up. There'll be a podcast break after that until the new year because I'm taking a little holiday. And um, I'll also explain next week a little bit more of how I have gotten to know myself a lot better so that I can make shifts quicker. And um, yeah, I think that that'll be really, really interesting. Some of the tools that I use, I'm going to share. As always, thanks for listening and always happy to connect on social media. Tend to be on IG, threads, Facebook, LinkedIn, more than anywhere else. And of course, remember to find beauty every day. Thank you for listening to the Source Code Podcast. If you found this episode insightful and feel moved to, please leave a review and share it out with those you believe will find it helpful. You can check out my website for more information at www.adriannemcdonald.com. And for more of my more regular musings, connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, Threads, and LinkedIn. I hope you have a beautiful week.